0: Thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica Podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif, an urban planner, and you're more than welcome to join my big journey of exploring the making of smarter and more livable cities. Please don't forget to follow Urbanistica on the different social media platforms, and also Let's Connect on LinkedIn. Big thanks to Urbanistica Podcast partner, AFRI. AFRI is an international engineering and design company providing sustainable solutions in the fields of energy, industry and infrastructure are you ready for a new episode let's go for it Welcome to Air podcast, Joao. Wow.
1: Thank you very much. I'm a big fan of those, so I'm very happy to be here.
0: Thank you so much. We, we had like contact, I think, from the last year, right? Exactly. And we were planning and planning and planning.
1: As usual, you are a very busy <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> but now it's time. Yes, it is. Yeah. But we were also waiting for you to go to the festival and then come back. Yes. So I think it's a perfect timing.
1: Yeah. Now, Now it's time. New year starting as well so yeah looking forward to look ahead
0: nice so how was your uh, trip to stockholm
1: uh very well uh i mean no troubles no delays so one has to be thankful of that
0: right so from which city
1: i i live so i traveled from Kalmar in the south of Sweden. Whoa. So it's it's a long ride. Yeah. I, I'm i afraid to say that I had to come by plane, otherwise it would yeah. be a mess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, from Kalmar to Arlanda and, and then train to train. here.
0: Welcome. So you are our storyteller. How would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Yes. Um I always say I'm an architect. That's that's <laughs> really my dna I, I i wanted to be an architect from an early uh, very early age uh and i'm quite passionate about my my job my my work uh and i'm a city lover all my travels are to cities i <laughs> love cities i there yeah it, it's where i want to live so i yeah yeah architecture and cities is my my core
0: yeah i think we share a lot of uh Interest, but this one traveling to cities is very special. <laughs> you know, some people traveling to islands just to to calm down, to 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 yes, breathe. Yes, and... <laughs>
1: yes, that's even more normal here in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, for uh, me to go to the big cities is yeah. is usually the the destination.
0: Yeah. So take us back in time. Like you mentioned, you wanted to be an architect. Where where did you grow up? Uh, who's your family?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm based, or I, I was based in 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 Porto, Portugal, in the in the north. You've been there quite recently, yeah. uh, as I understood. Uh, it's a, a city of architects. I mean, it's it's astonishing how, for instance, we have two Pritzker winners in the same city, coming from the same faculty Amazing. that I came uh, from. Uh, so it was the the place I lived all my life. Uh, until the year 2000, I had the experience to, to come to Sweden as an Erasmus uh, student. So that was my first experience in Sweden, yeah. year 2000, 2001. And then I, I, I got back uh, and started my practice in, mm. in Portugal. Mm. Uh, yeah, and that took, let's say, 15, 16 years yeah. more before coming back again to Sweden.
0: Why did you come back?
1: Um. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the question that everybody has been asking me for the last last six years. Uh, it's still hard to say exactly why, but I mean, um, I was in a different moment of my life with, with a family, yeah. kids, uh, th- uh, thinking how I mean how I could how how our profession was sustainable or not sustainable in Portugal. I got an invitation to come to Sweden to to work in Sweden. Wow. Um and then I thought maybe maybe I will give it a try. Why not? So that's that's that was the trigger point uh, an invitation to to come and work. I thought let's try for 6 months mm-hmm. and now it's more than 6 years. <laughs>
0: but like it was headhunting
1: yeah yeah it was headhunting a uh, former teacher that i had in lund university okay uh, that now uh, is in in Tankboom architects where where i work yeah and yeah i was directly headhunted uh, by her
0: how do you like it so far we're gonna talk a lot about like uh, uh, working he's, uh, here as an architect the process and so on but like so far like an overall uh, impression
1: Yeah, uh, the impression is fairly good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, uh, I mentioned sustainability of the profession, so I really believe in in the Scandinavian countries one can have a more sustainable practice, uh, mainly regarding the the work-life balance. I mean, it's hard to imagine that it can be better. Yeah,
0: yeah. So tell us about your position now. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you do?
1: Uh, So I'm office director of uh, Tengboom office in in Linköping, uh, area in in central of of Sweden. I will throughout the episode (laughs) kind of explain these small things because I know you you have a lot of listeners outside uh, Sweden. Uh, So it's it's an office of roughly 20 people. We have architects, landscape architects, uh, urban planners, interior designers, uh, product designers uh building engineers so it's quite complete uh team of of
0: mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. how many people were in the team when you started
1: uh i mean i started in the middle of of uh COVID pandemic <laughs> okay. so that was year 2020 yeah uh, yes mm-hmm. more or less uh so we 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 kind of have been steady in the amount of people we we were. So we decreased slightly now we came back so uh maybe we were 18. Uh so there's always people on on on, yeah. on parental leave or uh, so it's hard it's hard to count exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So let's talk about the project that we we emailed about the mm-hmm. Barry's lock. So tell me about the background.
1: Yeah, um it was an uh, international competition. Um, the client is 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 a, a company called Yta uh, Canal. Jutta canal is the name of of a canal, a channel that crosses the, Sweden. We can talk a bit more about that in, in a minute. Uh, but the 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 owners of the canal uh, decided to 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 build a visitor center. It's a really interesting uh, building uh, infrastructure Mm. um, that goes way back and they wanted to have a a landmark in the center of the canal so they could explain to the visitors Mm. what was the canal, how it started, what it means today. So they they invited several uh, architecture offices. Uh, from all Scandinavia, uh, and we were included in that, in that selection.
0: Mm. And, and more like about the geographical and the historical part of this canal.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's really interesting, and it, it's hard to understand without looking at, at the map, mm. but let, let, let's put it like this. This canal was, was built in the, the beginning of the, the 19th century, and it crosses Sweden from east to west or mm. west to east. And it's basically a shortcut not to go around Sweden. Uh, <laughs> so back in the day, uh, boats, ships were the main uh, transportation of goods. So not to go around, there was a shortcut connecting this, this, this two parts of of the 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 the, the different seas. Uh, and it was also because in the area that is today Copenhagen and Malmo, mm. the, the Danes were charging a, a toll. So everyone had to pay a toll to pass with the uh, ships there. So it was heavily expensive to, yeah. to to cross. All the toll was only going to the Danish side, <laughs> which is strange. I mean, the the, the right? sea belongs to two countries, <laughs> but yeah, that lasted for centuries actually. Wow. So in the um, in the uh, in the nineteenth century, mm. this this canal was envisioned to, to create this alternative for. Uh, ships uh, transportation.
0: Yeah, and also, also like a big happening in the Swedish history, right?
1: Yeah, many say it's it's the the birth of of the the modern Sweden. Yeah, it was the start of the 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 industrial revolution. Mm. Uh, so it it was quite fast forward, quite fast thinking, forward thinking. I mean, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's perceived today as a, a, a landmark in the, in Swedish history.
0: Mm. And But but this, like, all this element put a lot of pressures on you as an architect when you are part of competition to create something unique, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, and and part of the pressure was the fact that we were competing against really interesting architects. Okay. So Snohetta from Norway was invited, uh, Dorte Mandrup from, from Denmark was invited, uh, other Swedish uh, architects were invited, so it, it was a, a, a high demand mm. to really de- deliver something that the client wanted, and it was in the brief to have some kind of a wow effect.
0: Ah, uh, like this unexpected.
1: Yeah, I mean to to impress the visitor. Yeah, um, to to in in some way create the element of surprise.
0: Mm-hmm. But you do in Tank Boom, you do a lot of competitions, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: We uh, the way we works that we have a, a specialized team of of people working competitions, and then that team always works together with with the local office okay. where where the, the the competition is located so there's a mix of sp- specific know-how of competitions yeah. and local know-how and local.
0: it's like uh elite uh, force uh, team right yeah a bit a bit <laughs> like that but is it uh, is it the same as back home in in portugal um do you do you work 24 hours when uh, it's competition
1: uh, <laughs> It it might happen. Yeah. Uh, what is more normal in other countries rather than, than than Sweden, I would say, it's more open calls, open competitions, not invited competitions. Exactly. Uh, of course, there's invited competitions everywhere, uh, but here the the number of invited competitions is much higher than in other places. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, in this case, we were invited, which, which means there's a higher chance of one winning. Exactly. And usually uh, the companies are also paid something to develop the proposal, which is nice otherwise. I think I mean, so, yeah. We we always lose money in competitions, of, of course, course yeah, but yeah. there's some kind of investment from, from the start, from mm. the client, mm. which, which I think is, is fair yeah. for both sides.
0: So in this uh, competition, were you a, a local or like this special elite uh, Competition um, team. I mean,
1: we were local from Sweden. I would, I would say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, in the beginning, uh, we were slightly afraid that uh, the client was looking for a big name. Ah, uh, yeah. No uh, Mandrup uh, They still managed to include uh, Swedish companies. Hmm. Um, so yeah, in the end, they were not looking at names, but at yeah, at architecture.
0: Usually, y- it it's sad because like. Uh... It, then it depends. It's, it's, it's their money. I'm not talking about this specific client. But I see sometimes some cities, they are targeting targeting like the big studios just to have their name. Like uh, X studio did this. Mm-hmm. And X studio or X architect did, did this. It's like just to have this brand. What, mm-hmm. what do you think?
1: Um, uh, honestly, I'm not against. Mm. I, un- I understand what you mean. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's unfair. Uh, I would say the biggest problem is not that strategy, is that when there there are other names that are not so known, they should have the same opportunities. Mm. So the same standards of quality. Yeah. So it's very easy to raise quality with Herzog & Meuron or Frank, Frank Gehry, uh, maybe with other architects that their name are not so obvious. Uh, the mm. clients don't give the same level of investment. Yeah. So I, I would kindly slide to that side of it okay, it's fine, but let's give equal opportunities to mm. everyone in the business.
0: Yeah. I remember, like, there are some cities, let's say small cities, and they get famous just because Zaha Hadid did a building for them mm-hmm. or a museum for them. Yeah, it's it's, the it's Bilbao, like Bilbao, The Bilbao effect. Yeah, exactly. So so what What is? Uh, what was your team? Mm-hmm. Who was who uh, in the team?
1: Yeah, and uh, from, uh, from my side, personally, that's the... the one of the most interesting parts of the story, um, and the, in the beginning, I was talking about sustainability of the profession. So let let's just look at this team, yeah. for instance. Um, I I should start with 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 the ones that had a more active uh, role, mm-hmm. and it's it's a guy named Antonio Minto. He was the 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 lead architect in in the project. Italian, uh, in his thirties, forties. I don't know exactly. Uh, living in Sweden for, for many years. Mm. And it was also uh, uh, a guy from our office, Dua Gaspar, from Portugal, a bit younger. But then together with them, there was a senior architect, a landscape architect in her 60s, uh, Swedish. And also with these three, a fourth guy that is Iranian, first job, started to work with us in uh, six months ago. So... I mean, you have from first job yeah. to senior architects, <laughs> four different nationalities. I mean, it's it's a good a, mix. it's a good mix, mm. and uh, for me, it's really uh, I'm really proud of what they did uh, by bringing the tradition that yeah. really is in the place in mm. the arch- in the Swedish architecture and twisting it, and it's still quite uh, local but international at the same time. Yeah. So this mix of of Tradition and contemporary, uh, contemporary architecture, it's a big asset of our team of and our design.
0: Yeah, because sometimes it's very hard to keep the local, what do you call it, soul or DNA of a place when you invite international architects or where you, when you have architects who are not like, let's say, from Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, from different backgrounds, from different countries. So they didn't live in Sweden and and, and understand the history and, and the different uh, elements within Sweden, but I think you find a good balance there. Yes, with especially I mean, maybe with a senior the architect.
1: There's there's no recipes. Uh, True. I mean, you, you were this you is were the talking, beauty of architecture. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I um I know buildings, and if I go back to my home city again, really strong architects, Pritzker winners, but then. We had one landmark there that was done by a uh, Dutch architect, Rem Koolhaas. Mm. And it's completely outside the box. And it's a hit. I mean, the city loves it. it, it it's 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 a huge success. Yeah. So again, I think that's important a lot for urban planners, uh, mm. politicians. It's hard to have one recipe. I mean, yeah. in the end, it's about the, the talent of people, mm. uh, the conditions that they have to work. So I, I wouldn't... As one single rule to achieve success. Yeah,
0: yeah. So tell us about uh, the landmark that your Mm -hmm. team created.
1: Yeah, it's uh, as as I was uh, saying, it 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 was a lot on uh, inspiration from the site. It's Mm -hmm. a beautiful green area with with small hills uh, and a a handmade canal that seems natural but is uh, in fact (laughs) uh, handmade. Um, So we our, our building takes the best of the site, so the, the, the height curves, uh, the topography, mm. the, 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 the saddle roof, uh, the wood, and combines this element into, into a new building. So we, we, we play a lot with shapes, yeah. which in a way are the shapes of, of, of the terrain mm. and the shapes of the canal. And uh, with a saddle roof and wood, we, we create something new. Uh, it's hard to to explain without images.
0: You you can send me the images so I can put it and people can see it. Um,
1: So it's a lot of attention to detail, to traditional architecture, vernacular architecture. Hmm. uh, Wood as a starting point and the sustainability in in a high level of demand.
0: Hmm. When you say sustainability, like... what kind of sustainability are we talking about material mm-hmm. energy it, social it's, it's
1: mainly uh, at this stage at least it's mainly material yeah um the the our client Yota canal they they own a big part of, of forests yeah so their plan is to use their wood to do their building okay. so it's it's local wood from the client mm. uh, a, a completely 100% wooden construction we are discussing the possibility of doing a a no CO two building. Um, um, so at this stage, it's really on on more technical part of of a, a building uh, with focus in wood yeah. and with with a very low, if possible, zero impact mm. of of uh, CO two emissions.
0: When you d- when you did the competition, uh, did you had like a dialogue with the client or no? No only. dialogue. You just send the final proposal. I mean, of proposal. course, we
1: had a site visit together with other yeah. other architects, mm. and the client was there giving their approach. We had the brief mm. that was more or less uh, clear. Yeah. Uh, the most open question was that was that the placement of the building was not set. So it was a quite vast okay. area mm. of of of. Of one specific spot mm. uh, next to the locks, yeah. uh, where one could appreciate better the mm. the, the canal, the the, the several locks, uh, and the, I think we one of the main assets of our project was to to find the perfect place to place mm. the building. Yeah, uh, uh, that I think it was one of the strong um, spots of, of of our concept.
0: How was like? Take us behind the scenes. Like how how do you work? Uh, what is the process and uh, like um, uh, identifying the, the the question and and then what what is your design process? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this process was was quite particular because it was in a in a short term as always uh, always all competitions. Mm-hmm. But in in our office we we strive to 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 to, to, to take. Uh, architecture discussions to the uh, very high level not to get satisfied by the first thing that comes from the sketch mm. so to discuss a lot the the ideas to test 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 um, and the, in a way that this project was was a result of that yeah. uh, a lot of sketching modeling uh, trials um, uh, sometimes one has to make decisions of course it, who's it, making decision then um the project him is making decisions. So in this case, it was mainly Antonio Minto, Minto and Dragaspar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was involved in some of of the discussions, trying mm. not to intervene too much. Mm. Which uh, I mean, when you have many architects, it might be difficult. Yeah, to, I can to, imagine. Uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, one plus one is two. No, I mean, it can be. It can be complicated, yeah. especially in competitions. Uh, so I mean, from my side, there was a lot of trust. Uh, yeah. They were heading the the right way. The the, mm. the the project was getting better and better uh there was a an important decision in the end where we decided okay let's invest more money so that let's put more time in the project ah. let's put more money in in, in hmm. visualizations okay it was a tricky moment to, to okay. be sure i mean when do you need to stop mm, i There's understand so, because it's design yeah so uh, uh, at a certain point we were all in <laughs> uh, but you never know what what comes after so yeah. uh um, so, yeah. so
0: so your process was like is uh, like talking about uh, the um, the brief, then start mm-hmm. sketching and put together sketches and see what like uh, mm-hmm. people bring
1: and, and and that process can be sketching by hand can be 3 uh, d modeling and okay. uh, mm. can be uh, models actual models mm. like physical uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so i mean there's no there's no I would say it's a common process to to, to many architects. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Do you prefer to uh, sketch per uh, hand, or you're mm-hmm. doing like uh, digital?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last years, I've started to. I personally started to use more and more VR. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So, to VR allows us today to give a, a sense of scale and mm-hmm. reality that that one uh, doesn't feel from 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 the um, from the monitor yeah. so and just to be clear when i'm talking about vr i'm am t- talking about putting the glasses and being inside the model in in, in, in the 3 in, in, in 3d yeah i mean it, it's something completely new mm. that uh, i think it will be it will be the future yeah of course that doesn't uh, take away the other tools that we have uh, at our disposal so i i like to sketch a lot yes yeah. But
0: like uh, the model you're building in uh, VR, from in which software you do it? Uh,
1: it? It can be any software. It can mm. be uh, Revit, Rhino, okay. ArchiCAD. Then you use Enscape or other programs Plugin. just to just to visualize. Yeah. And it can be a, a, a model without materials, uh, only volumes. Exactly. But the sense of scale is really astonishing. Mm. I I still remember the first projects where we started <laughs> to use with VR, and I had a young architect working with me in this project for six months. And the first time he went into the model, he was, okay, this is like this. I never thought. No, n- now, now I think I would live here. It was a very tiny yeah, apartment that yeah. we were discussing, like 35 <laughs> square meters. Yeah. Uh, but uh, inside the model in mm-hmm. the VR, it really gives you something.
0: And is it easy to walk and so on?
1: It's very easy. Mm. Uh, so the, the technology, I mean, it, 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 it really is easy yeah Uh, it's it's basic
0: like you don't need so much
1: no uh i mean you need a a average good computer if we are talking about a laptop you need a very good laptop if Mm. you are talking about a normal station it's an average computer and Uh, if we
0: are talking about an architect like uh, do we need a lot of like uh, tech skills to run this
1: uh, no, because basically the model that uh, that one uses is exactly the the same model that you have in SketchUp or in Rabbit. Yeah. So it's not like you are doing something specific for no. VR. Mm. It's already what you have, but export it it to VR. Okay. So if you model it right from 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 yeah. from scratch, that's it. Mm. Uh, so there's not extra time in that process, which is a big asset. It still takes a lot to to mm. do models, uh, the physical models yeah. I mean, to uh, or even to print uh, models mm. uh, with VR the, the payback is is, uh, is 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 very quick. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: How is it like when you when there is a kind of conflict, let's say you are with four, three different other architects and you start to feel that everyone is sticking to their own opinions. So what do you do when when you start to smell kind of there's a conflict in between us?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you mean in a, let's say, an internal team? Internal instance? team, yes, yes. yes. Uh, we uh, in Tank boom have a, a role that, is, uh, that we are trying to make it more and more clear. It's uh, just helping uh, architects, uh, let's say... Someone responsible for the for the design mm. it can be a more senior person or a more junior person. I mean, it it depends on the skills of that person. Mm. At least in all projects where we have a consulting leader or a consulting architect, I, I try to make it clear that he is the one making the decisions. Everyone has a play. Everyone should mm. discuss. Should come back with feedback, and so. But in the end, there has to be a decision that comes from one specific person hmm. um so at least in in my teams i try to make that clear yeah. so we can have steps forward so we are not stuck Sticking. yeah exa- in exactly that, uh, because it ca- it can be hard and and i think the worst is when there's a, a decision that comes from a, let's say um commitment just to be nice okay a bit of of everyone yeah i think we
0: lose the architecture there
1: yeah I, I, I mean, I understand. Someone sometimes we need to to make agreements, uh, but not necessarily always.
0: Yeah, I think also like it depends on on the aim and and like uh, the result of this agreement as well. If you fulfill like let's say sustainability or the the brief, but that giving twenty five percent from each or taking twenty five percent of each design and put it together, I don't I don't really it's not believe. Necessarily, nah. I remember this from school, from university that some many times we had a kind of conflict okay whose design or whose master plan is going to be the one that we are going to work on sometimes we were making this like okay let's take this part from you this part and I think it's not t- truly the making of a, a building or a, or a, an yeah. area
1: that that's uh, that's a, a difficult discussion I would say <laughs> But uh, at least in our in our teams, we try to improve that with some clarity w- within mm. the roles. Yeah. Uh, not always is super easy, but I think it, it helps.
0: Yeah, and and like the let's say head of design or East starting uh, architect, uh, should it be a senior or how do you appoint this person?
1: Yes. Uh, something important in the role is the capacity to to deal directly with the clients Hmm. so sometimes that can lead to the a profile that is slightly more senior yeah uh rather than that there's really no no boundaries regarding age or or experience Hmm. um it's more because I, i i guess you know and our listeners know sometimes we have to sell to our clients an idea uh, and to feel comfortable doing that, and to know how to approach a client, yeah. it's part of the success. Mm. Um, so that's the, the one of the requirements. Rather than that, we have uh, uh, just opening uh, architects that are quite young, others that are quite mm. senior. So in the end, it's a lot on on the personal skills of the person. Yeah.
0: Have you been in a uh, conflict? Not necessarily um, in Tang Boom, but like in your career, like a, a no, tough I mean, one. it's very common. I yeah. think
1: we all that work in the in the mm-hmm. in, in the branch. I mean, we, we it's a constant struggle mm. with the with the with the, with the architects uh, uh, and and the clients. I mean, I, I always go back to one of my first classes in university with 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 Alvaro Siza, quite renowned architect from from Porto, and he said uh, to to have a to, to create a good project, we always need three things. A good architect, mm-hmm. uh, money, <laughs> and a good client. And there's always one missing. Uh, so even when, 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 when you talk on, on that uh, level, I mean, you, you listen probably podcasts of, yeah. of others. Yeah. And you can be listen, listening to fa- really famous architects. And they, it, it's, it still is a struggle true. Uh, to, to, to convince the client whatever is the reason. Mm. Uh, because we all have different different goals. And, and I mean, sometimes our goal costs a lot of money. Yeah, that's the, the usually the the main thing that our clients uh, try to go against, <laughs> but not necessarily. Yeah, um, it depends. Yeah, it depends. But it, it's 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 uh, it's tough. Man, uh, one needs to maneuver in uh, exactly in uh, in a not very yeah. uh, clear process sometimes.
0: So, have you been in a such big conflict that you? kind of i
1: mean th- i yeah i've been i've been in 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 conflicts where i mean i i had to uh, kind of get away from the project for my own sake or for the client's sake and uh, i mean relations that that don't work so it's better to step away to yeah. give the 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 project to another person mm. to the client to find another architect i mean those situations uh, uh, happen now and then and un- unfortunately
0: yeah and like in the, in the Barry Barry Locks uh, mm-hmm. competition, are the three stars aligned? Like the money, the good architects. And- so far, so
1: good. <laughs> uh, we are actually about to, to to hear from the municipality. Yeah, and uh, the Lenz if uh, if uh, the project is, is approved. Uh, we are not expecting any surprises. I mean, the municipality is on board, the client is on board. Nice. Uh, we are discussing the next stages of, of the project. Uh, so everything is going perfectly. I mean, I, I remember if I go back some months internally saying, "I, it's probably one of the first times that I've been working in Sweden where everything. the stars <laughs> are aligning. So <laughs> let's hope it will continue. Yeah.
0: Do you also feel like, oh, there is something wrong here? Like you know, when when everything goes so good, yeah, yeah, you start I, to feel. Wait a minute, I, there is I, something I'm wrong. I'm a
1: natural pessimist, <laughs> so I I I I, for the, I wait for the worst. So everything yeah. that comes after is better. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bit uh, surprising. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been in this position before, but then something <laughs> happens along the way. So le- let's yeah, see. Let's see.
0: No, I, I hope. Let's knock on wood. Yeah, and I hope nothing. Let's uh, be positive. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Like, the key of success that you won this competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, again, going back, um, the the placement of the building was key. Uh, later, I could see the other proposals, mm-hmm. and I think the 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 placement of our building was the one that made more sense. It allowed more visibility to the visitors when they arrived. It allowed more visibility when you are in the building to the surrounding to see the the boats passing by. Mm. Uh, that is a big asset. Um, also, the fact that we incorporated a lot of the vernacular architecture but still showing it as a contemporary building okay. was a big asset. Mm. So it's a, a really a mix of of tradition and uh, and modernity. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say these were the main a- uh, factors together with the sustainability that I, I think today is not an asset. I mean, everybody's working with that. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a must. Mm. Um, so all combined, I think these were the ingredients for our su- uh,
0: success. Yeah, this is like more design-wise. And how about the, the people behind it?
1: Mm-hmm. When you mean people behind People, it? I mean like your team
0: mm-hmm. and, and the process.
1: Uh, I mean the 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 whole process was 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 really good, um, so it was not as stressful in a way that was uh, insecurity or not knowing exactly where to go. How much uh, time was uh, it? Three weeks, probably only three three three, three four weeks tops. Is it uh, I mean, It's more or less normal. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. Because I'm not really used to the, to no, the architecture. No, I, uh,
1: I mean, if you if you take more that means you are losing a lot of money. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. one yeah. has to, um, mm. to be effective. Uh, otherwise, it's, it's an endless work of, of several persons uh, that no one knows if it will uh, get some return. So, usually competitions are quite uh, effective in terms of, of time. So, yeah. three, four weeks is, is the normal for this mm. kind of, of competition. It's still a small building. Um, it's not like a super big structure. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a visitor center. Uh, I don't know exactly the square meters, but let's say 3,000 square meters, something like that.
0: Yeah. And when is this going to be built?
1: Um, we are uh, about to restart the project, hopefully, now that we have the, the answer. So I think 2025, 2026, okay. uh, there's a chance that the visitor center is, is ready for, for the first yeah. guest
0: did you think a lot about like people's or visitors' experience or more about the material and the look mm-hmm. and
1: i mean one also always thinks on the on the user experience of mm-hmm. of the building and not only from the outside but also from the inside uh, so i think our 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 proposal is also quite strong from that point of view how you are inside, and you still frame the views from the from the outside. Mm. How with the wood, you ca- you have this kind of uh, boat experience inside the boats. Mm. Um, this kind of small, small. Uh, I mean, ideas that enhance the experience. Yeah.
0: Uh, usually, you know, architects get so much critic because they think a lot about the material and less about the people. I know mm-hmm. this is not the case in every design, in every mm-hmm. studio, and so on. So how was it in, in this competition? Did you thought a lot about like here we have like a senior coming or like a child or or and so on or, or no? You when you think you just like assume there will be like a person and then you decide. Mm-hmm. How is it in your case? Um
1: in, in this case we knew the, the project was about a building, a visitor center, but uh something that answers a bit your, your question is that we we took care of the the, the full Area, not only the building but everything uh, surrounding the, the building. urban, the urban design. So uh, it's more landscape that, than than urban because yeah. I mean it, it's a green area. Mm-hmm. But how one goes around the the the, the area around around yeah. the, the the building because there's really beautiful spots where mm-hmm. you can see the lakes, where you can see the locks, the the marina. Uh, so how one moves around the building and that that is like three kilometers path around. So to create all of these special spots around mm. the building was a plus from our proposal. I'm not sure if if it was part of the the winning. Uh, Maybe, uh, but uh, I mean we are already thinking on the next, step of the project. Yeah. So it's really a part that we want to enhance the 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 user experience uh, outside the building. Mm-hmm. It's part of a learning process yeah. for 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 everything.
0: Yeah. But uh, again, congratulations for the winning. Thank you very much. And uh, send me like, pictures. Send mm-hmm. me also a link, I think, if you have, mm-hmm. so I can include it. Uh, and also, like, this project got nominated to the World Ar- Architecture Festival. Exactly. So congratulations one more time. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. It was an honor to, to be there. And uh, only out of curiosity, it was in Portugal, in, in Lisbon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so it was an opportunity to, to, yeah. to go back home to, to, to discuss architecture.
0: Yeah. So, but who nominated the project? How, how is the process? Tell uh, so us.
1: the process is, I mean, companies all around the world send uh, their projects to, to, to this competition. Yeah. There's two categories. One is finished buildings. The other is, is future projects. Um, so we sent ours to future projects c- categories within a subcategory that was only on competitions. Yeah. So I think it, it was five projects selected from different locations. I mean, Iran, New Zealand, uh, Czech Republic, wow. Portugal. I mean, uh, Portugal was the location. <laughs> Sweden. Yeah. Um, that's So big. we were in, in in that list.
0: Yeah, that's very big.
1: I mean, it was it yeah. was a milestone. Yes, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. It it was. It, I mean, it it was a moment for all of us in the in the
0: office mm. in the company to. That's to huge. feel huge. I mean, that's Not not only for, of course, uh, like for Tang Boom, but I mean for Sweden or Scandinavia. That one project Absolutely. is from here. Is there were there
1: were three projects from from Sweden nominated. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Which is. Uh, also Quite interesting yeah.
0: yeah yeah so how was is, how is the atmosphere in the festival i've never been there uh
1: no it was my first time as well okay uh, so it's it's an impressive selection of architects coming from all over the world hmm. so i mean it, it's i mean you could you could stay there the full day just listening to, to brilliant <laughs> architects it, 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 it's amazing yeah it, it's hard to to express um, the, the the presentations are very short. It's ten minutes, okay. which is good. I That's mean, it's it, it's easy for you to keep focused. <laughs> uh, but I I saw uh, beautiful presentations from mm. architects in, in 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 South Africa wow. or uh, really innovative projects in the Netherlands. Mm. Uh, some architects that I knew as well that were there, that it was the first time that I had the opportunity to meet them live. Yeah, yeah. So, we, yeah, it, it was a uh, fantastic uh, week for the full... Ah, it's, that a, went, it's a week. Uh, exactly three, like, four days, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, probably.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, who is your uh, hero, like, within architecture? Your, uh, your idol?
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I consume a lot of, of architecture. I follow <laughs> things a lot. I mean, podcasts, uh, websites, uh, books, Seminars and magazines. Then. So it's uh, lectures. I'm a big yeah. fan of, of lectures. Mm. Uh, so it's a kind of a fluid person. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I must say that from from the beginning was, of course, the architects that came from my, my school. Yeah. Uh, a strong influence. Uh, both Alvaro Siza and Soto de Moura, to big big names in the in, in Portugal, and and also I mean they won the Pritzker, so they big names internationally. Mm. Um, later, I started to be quite uh, interested and influenced by Scandinavian architecture, ma- uh, mainly the modernists mm. and uh, Arne Jacobsen, Sigurd Lewen and Alvar Uh So it, it, I would say, from my side, it's a mix of these names. Yeah. Uh, the traditional old Portuguese and the architects and the, the modernist architects from from Scandinavia. Yeah.
0: If, but if you now, like let's say, if you will have the chance to invite an architect and to listen, who is this architect? One name.
1: One name? Uh, probably I would go for Herzog and de Meuron. Uh, I mean, they are the ones that I think... Uh, managed to go from a, a small scale, a small office mm. to an international company, and still maintaining the level of quality to to a level that it, it's it's hard to to believe. Yeah, uh, it, it really is. Every single project they do mm. uh, is is uh, is a world class project. Uh, yeah, it's really astonishing.
0: I love to take the chance and ask you because usually. Uh, famous architects they get uh, like they have very big studios you know growing and growing and growing
1: not not necessarily not necessarily like mm-hmm. some some of some mm-hmm. of some some decide to do that because it allows to have more opportunities exactly but there are others that don't go over the 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 twenty percent scale scale yeah. because it's the way they 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 can guarantee they can control their their work exactly
0: um but i mean now i'm taking um sah Hadid. Mm-hmm. And then we have a big, also like And So the, these are like, it's based on the brand is based on on firstly on on the person, mm-hmm. and when the person is not there, is it still like the same?
1: I mean, historically, statistically, those companies die. Um, fortunately, Tank Boom is 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 one of those names that I mean, our uh, for the ones that don't know. Uh, Ivar Tengboom was the founder of of Tengbum, 1906. Mm. But still today, this company exists. Why? Because it went from one name mm. into something else. Yeah. And it's it's relatively rare to to for that to happen. So mm. I wonder what will happen to Zahadi, the architect, for instance, as, as you were mentioning. Now, yeah. And she's not there. The the current uh, owner or lead architect. Uh, I mean, will. Uh, he continued the, the same DNA of the company it, it's, exactly. it's hard to know mm. historically or statistically those companies uh, tend to disappear
0: yeah because like I think cities or clients are buying the product of this specific you know like when I uh, commission Zahadid I'm expecting Zahadid touch mm-hmm. or Pierre Keng as young Gale or mm-hmm. you know so yeah. it's interesting how yeah. is it going to be after
1: uh, I I. I th- I think uh, there will be examples where those names will develop into a brand, mm. uh, but it's still too uh, difficult to have a clear path. I, I I would I would guess that one of those brands that can continue in the future might be OMA. So it's not only one name; it's several names. Yeah, uh, they kind of have been able to, to to develop young architects in their organizations. So mm. maybe that can be the 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 future to some of these big companies but i mean what will happen with foster when foster is not there this this, 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 is this it. Yeah. these things i mean he's not already there he's still there but in a more yeah. not very active mm. um we will see
0: yeah exactly so let's uh, let's come back uh, from the international market to the swedish market so who's is, who's is running architecture in sweden
1: mm-hmm. Um, the, the Swedish market is quite uh, specific if one compares with with other uh, countries. Um, I mean, it, it, it comes together with the role of the architect in the in, in the branch. But uh, what one can easily say is that uh, I mean, the, um, there's some big companies that control the market that have a a, a big impact mm. in the in the in the commissions that are developed in the country. There's of course, of course, small offices with 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 high standards, but that often they are even more known outside Sweden than than in Sweden. Okay. Uh, so in a way, the 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 Swedish architecture market is is controlled by 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 big companies.
0: Mm-hmm. And like the role of of an architect here, I guess it's it's not the same as in maybe in Portugal. Mm-hmm
1: no no it, it was one of the big surprises when, <laughs> when, when when i move i mean uh the image one has from sweden when outside sweden is yeah. a bit different when one uh, arrives Inside, here yeah so i mean outside sweden the, the examples that we see from the architecture are all, always the best examples of course um i guess it's pretty much like that probably mm. from everywhere but uh, the, the, in the end, the fact is that the architect in Sweden has a, a much smaller role than in other countries. And I, I usually don't compare that much, like, let's say, compared to Portugal. I mean, you can compare, for instance, with the next door neighbor, Denmark, mm-hmm. which is which has a completely different... Uh, uh, more,
0: more responsibility?
1: Uh, yeah, more responsibility where the architect is the, the, the main element of, of the process.
0: How, how is it now? Like, what is the responsibility or where goes the boundary for an architect?
1: Um, the, the model that is being used uh, mostly is that the, 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 the architect is not the, the leader of the project. Mm. So uh, what is called in, in Sweden the, the project leader, uh, usually in other countries, is the architect having that role um that role in in sweden w- would be called uh, general, Consult, general consultant so the one that coordinates or all the consultants all the specialities and then holding the, the 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 game it's easy to to set yeah i mean for your design uh so here um the architect is in a let's say a um, uh, equal position as all the other consultants okay the um, the, the decision making comes usually from uh, the project leader mm-hmm. and i mean different project leaders have different goals depending on their organization yeah
0: so like is it from uh, let's say wh- when 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 is, is your role or your responsibility ends when you deliver the proposal or the draw technical drawings
1: um the 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 architect is more uh, outside the building site in Sweden than in other countries. So I would say most commonly, uh, I'm generalizing, of course. The 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 work of the architect ends in the in the drawing board in the end of details okay. in the detail phase of of the project. Hmm. Then it's handed to 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 the builders. It might happen that the builders change architects, but that's a, a different a different uh. question. Uh, but let's say in a more uh, normal process we we finish the project in all stages, then it goes into into production into construction and the the, the role of the architect in, in the in the construction or production uh, it's it's not very active yeah. uh, uh, of course there's there's exceptions, but yeah. this is a norm that happens mm. a lot
0: so here like compared to some other countries uh, the architect or an architect as less responsibility in the entire project
1: one one might say so yeah uh, but, it,
0: but it means like less headache i mean it's, it's is it good or not
1: it, it depends on how how, <laughs> how how you see it i mean if you uh, let's say if you want a nine to five job with no headaches of course it's, it's, it's much better but if you want to raise the quality of the project if mm. you really want to be the, the responsible the responsible of of the project, you lose a lot by by having this this uh, this process. Um, so I think it's it's hard to to deliver quality without being one hundred percent involved in all stages of a project.
0: It's because like you cannot really follow up the design when they construct it and so on.
1: yeah, I mean it's it's very it, it might happen that the uh, changes are made. I mean, let let let's case. Let's think think on the on on the worst case scenario. You do a project, you 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 send to building permits. The municipality approves. Yeah. The next stage to many uh, organizations in Sweden is that they change architects, because then the responsibility lies on the, on the builder. So the builder comes with a new architect. Okay. And 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 this happens in small, big, medium mm. projects, prestige projects, or not. So it it's a, I mean. Again, this is probably the, the worst case scenario, but uh, the 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 quality uh, might disappear.
0: But is it annoying for you as an architect that you you end like your your role and responsibility ends?
1: Uh, I mean, now that That's I'm hold, seven years in Sweden, I, I, <laughs> I I'm kind of getting used to it. Yeah. Uh, so our role is to to convince the clients the, the importance of uh, us being involved uh, from from A to Z. Yeah um but uh yeah it's it's annoying uh mm. as every project we put a lot of time dedication, and mm. uh, if it goes somewhere else then i mean it's it's a part of you that that goes away
0: yeah but what do you prefer the the way here of doing architecture or or back home? Let's say that when we now I'm focusing on responsibility and how mm-hmm. much impact you can make if in the I project. Would,
1: if I would focus only on the responsibility, I would I would of course say the 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 one the the model that is happens in some countries where mm. the, the architect is is both architect and project leader mm. uh, holding the, the the main decisions of the project together, coordinating all, all the consultants and dealing directly with the clients. Yeah. That's that is the way to achieve more success and some uh, uh, architects in Sweden managed to, to do that.
0: Okay. So do you see like here in Sweden, are we heading toward this model or not staying as how we are doing it now?
1: Uh, I mean, this model has been there for quite a long time. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, I mean, one of the historical uh, reasons that uh, often people say to me comes from the 60s, 70s and the, the million uh, program. Mm. Where this massification of new buildings has to be taken place, and then the responsibilities were given to the builders, uh, ah,
0: just to scale up to do yeah, get yeah, things yeah, done. Because quickly. I mean,
1: there were no architects no. back then, uh, and the 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 scale of that investment. Mm. So again, we are talking about one million yeah. new houses. Uh, so our international audience uh, can understand. Sweden decided to build this one million houses in in 10, 20 years. Crazy sixties uh, and seventies. So it was a huge step. Uh, mm. So the the way to do it was to to build it and the the builders to have more responsibility and mm. it, it made sense. But uh, a way the payback is that yeah, uh, the architect is is a bit far away from from the main decisions.
0: Yeah. Yeah how do we like elevate the level of quality here uh,
1: that's a question that i have been working a lot in in, in our organization mm-hmm. um and i i go a lot to to that 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 thing. there was saying from uh, alvaro cisa that it's this triangle of talent architects uh good clients uh money uh, uh, money um, so one has to work with these uh, three sides of the equation. Mm. Uh, I mean, to, to, to find the right clients is key, whatever is the, the profession, I guess. Um, some c- uh, capability to invest is also mandatory. And I mean, then we have also to, to find the, the right talents uh, in the architectural world to, to come and work with us.
0: Mm. And when you say talented architects, what makes them talented? Like what skills are you looking for?
1: Um, I mean, when when we mount a team, is is different uh, different skills, different person, and it's like in in uh, in any sport. I mean, if you take football, you need a goalkeeper and you need a striker, so yeah. and they are completely different. So it's the same. You need, of course, the, the creative side, but you also need someone that is a bit more structured to, yeah. that organizes. So the combination of these mm. these uh, different people. Is, is very important. Uh, of course, to find that person that has a, a extra level of, of creativity mm. that come come back with solutions uh, easier than others, it, it, it's what usually uh, is perceived as being a talented architect. Mm. The, the person that can really come back with solutions with the solution. faster, easier uh, than, than others.
0: And also maybe a clear solution. Mm-hmm. maybe
1: yeah to 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 we find to find yeah to... yeah i mean the, we will be faced by questions from different sides yeah so to combine a solution that answers hopefully all the questions not always is possible yeah but that's that's the key uh,
0: apart from like uh, this skill like finding a solution what is the like the, the absolutely most important skill that an architect should should have
1: um hard to hard to say uh I'm trying to think on all the talented architects that I know <laughs> and I mean it, it, it's it, they vary a lot uh from person to, to, to yeah. person that there, there are some that are super social and they can work with others and bring that creativity from the group mm. and transform it to, into into something while there are others that are cave that on on their own <laughs> yeah they 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 also produce brilliant mm. stuff so um it it's hard to, to 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 have a clear answer. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. there's again, there's different recipes to to achieve success. Yeah, say.
0: yeah. And when you mention a good client, uh, what are the like the not maybe not skills? What do you, what do you call them?
1: Characteristics uh, maybe.
0: Yeah, what, like that describe a good client.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, some of our listeners might be thinking it's the client that lets us do whatever we want and has money, and it's nothing to do with that. I mean, usually the good client is the one that is quite involved in the project, so he he really follows closely mm. the decisions. He understands our side and uh, his vision, so it's easy to to compromise the the will of of both sides. Uh, it's it's a per, it's a person or organization that's trusts um the architect and vice versa um, so it's like all almost all social relations I mean trust uh, yeah um know how, where to invest how to invest
0: mm-hmm. is it hard to get a good client uh
1: yes I mean it's it's my my biggest challenge at the moment
0: but what's their problem like
1: um i mean it, it, then we start to, to talk a bit on 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 uh the 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 type of client one has today and and for instance uh today in, in my office we work a lot with the municipalities um and the municipalities at the moment most of them have a problem is that they have a development um, sector mm-hmm. that wants to to develop a project with Usually with some ambition, yeah. Uh, but then uh, um, they move on to the next department, and the next department is the one that executes the project, mm. and their goal is completely different: is that it's effective, that doesn't give headache, that is easy to maintain, and usually this this collides. Okay. And uh, it happens a lot that we have really interesting projects. That uh, when they move to the next stage, mm. uh, starts to to cut 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 mm. cut, and uh, I mean it happens or it happened to me sometimes. Clients that uh, say sometimes our projects need to be a a, a concrete box and that's it. <laughs> what? Um, so again, what's a good client? I mean, mm. someone that w- has a bitter higher amb- ambition mm. that understands that we are building something not only for us but for the yeah. community yeah. that has to give back. Mm um so that's the the main challenge that we we move from this uh, goal from our own organization and try to think a bit more on the collective yeah and the, also
0: about like the the aim of this project uh, does this have so much to do with the money like i mean they uh, look at a project not from the design not on the design and what this will benefit for people and the environment but they see a project as a, like Swedish crowns. It's only about the economy and that's it. Mm. To,
1: to be fair, the the, the the system that we have in, in Sweden has proved to be uh, interesting delivering, let's say, average quality. Mm. So it's like you have this amount of money. Instead of putting uh, your investment in two, three, four landmarks, let's qu- try to spread it out. Mm. And that's that. our lowest level rises a bit, and goes to an average level. Mm. So Swedish architecture, Sw- Swedish cities, they have a good level of urban space, of architecture. Uh, I mean, it's 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 rare to really see a very bad level. Mm. Um, but also, it's rare to see a, a, a level of excellency. So this system, because we are talking about money, yeah. proved to be uh, interesting trying to deliver goods to a wider group of people. Mm. So I mean one has to understand that but still at the same time that's not put aside that um, one also needs more than the the basics yeah. I and mean, also needs inspiration it mm. needs uh, something that elevates our ourselves yeah. and our cities.
0: Do you start to see recently like the architecture here in Sweden a kind of uh, similar to each other, it's like uh, boxes of concrete boxes just yeah. because of the, the, this process
1: uh, I think one can say that um, again the, the power of decision lies a lot in, um, in uh, organizations that have as a goal their own goals and not necessarily the city or the community goals, so I mean concrete boxes are spreading mm. everywhere, yeah. a, that's, that's a reality, mm. it is what it is
0: but then there is not so much uh, creativity in this, or?
1: I mean, you can still do things, uh, again, uh, we're I mean, talking you're about.
0: S- now you're so much limited by the economy, by the mm-hmm. process, uh, uh, less responsibility. Yes.
1: There's, of course, still good practices, good architects that manage to take these ingredients and still deliver yeah. uh, good architecture. It's tougher. But in those, uh, I mean, those guys, usually there's something extra. There's, there's a client, okay. Still within these this, this, this boundaries, yeah. uh, they are still allowed to, 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 to make their own decisions. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm talking about concrete boxes. I mean, I'm a fan of concrete. I, I don't have anything against concrete or against boxes. Mm. But it's more the, the mindset that, yeah, we, we just need four walls and a ceiling for putting yeah. our kids in the school and that's it. And
0: that's it. Let's run it like this. It's less headache as well. Saving some money as well. And uh, talking about uh, like um, money, because uh, in some countries, there is like a kind of unlimited budgets, just like, give me a city or give me a building. Um, Is this good for an architect or no, like as an architect, you're trained to have like like limitations so then you can be creative.
1: The the limitations are very important. Mm. I mean, it's very hard not to have some boundaries. Um, So the limitations uh, help you make decisions so i i don't see um uh, that as a being uh, like a, a problem uh they should be there and they guide us to make our own decisions and together with the clients to, to make the right decisions mm-hmm. um so i mean of course there's like some projects where it it seems that it's endless the 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 investment but uh, to some extent, there are uh, some boundaries. Yeah. The question is that they started on a, on a very high level.
0: <laughs> Did you, have you been working on some kind of this project? Like, it's, it's, the budget is super big. Um,
1: I mean, I, I, I have been working with, with projects with, with good budgets that, of course, allow us to, do, to, to achieve a result in the end that we are proud of. Yeah. So of course it it makes everything easier mm. when when you have again this equation of a, a good budget, a good client, a good architect. Mm. Then I mean the the results come faster.
0: Yeah. And now we are moving like to talk more about you. But before that, I have one uh, question left in the architecture or the Swedish architecture. Um recently, like I graduated, I think for five years ago, and. Uh, what I see is like like senior architects or young architects they quit their job from like a famous studios and they they start their own like uh, one or two they start their own studio and so on. Um, I I I see this a lot. Is this common in other countries or no? It's like more like here in Sweden. Sweden that's
1: I think it's even more com- common in other countries. Actually. Okay, yeah. So I would say it's less common in in in, in Sweden. In Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that gets back to the question of the s- sustainability of the profession. Um, that here is 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 bigger than in other countries. So in other countries, you can work for these famous architects. I mean, you are there five, ten years at the most, and that's it. There's no development, uh, both economically wise or mm-hmm. even what you mm-hmm. have to learn. You did it, so it's a natural step to to go on your own and I mean try to do. To, to understand what's the next in your career. Yeah, yeah. While here you have both opportunities. I mean, you have the possibility of heading that way, creating your own business, and mm-hmm. good luck with that. Or you have also other kind of organizations that give you freedom to to grow within your organization. Yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. So uh, Joao, I'm very interested in your career, like moving from Portugal to Sweden. Uh, how how was it when you arrived here? Was it easy to, to you, you have been headhunted, so mm-hmm. good for you. And, but I mean, is it easy to, for a non Swedish architect to get into the market here?
1: I mean, it, it, it's tough. Um, okay, let, 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 let's, there's two ways. Mm. One is, of course, headhunted as I was, and of course, that's the easiest. Um, it, it, there's still some hurdles to to go across, but uh, it's the easiest. The other one is the what's more, let's say more traditional, which is our architects that come to to Sweden or wherever is the reason, and yeah. then they need to find a job, mm. and that one is is tougher, of
0: course. Because of what are like the challenges?
1: I mean, it, it um, it it there's a lot. A lot of questions. Uh, Usually the first one is is the language, Mm. which is a bit hard to understand, but it is what it is. Uh, I mean, one has the idea that in Sweden everybody speaks English, and it is true. Uh, But on a work environment, unless your organization is quite international Mm. and works for many countries, which is not the norm in in architecture, then uh, the language is a problem internally Mm. and it can be a problem to get in and to develop within those organizations Mm. Uh, so absolutely that's the the first difficulty yeah
0: um yeah i remember like about the language when we started when i started to study master here in the in kth the university we were doing the master and nobody mentioned about the language to the international students. Yeah,
1: you are in that bubble exactly. of the university.
0: They paid so much money and they are here. And suddenly, after like two years, when we finished, it's, it was time to look for a job. And then it's a shock. Exactly. Chuck. They didn't speak any Swedish word and they didn't attend Swedish classes and so on because nobody mentioned to them. They thought like everything is going to be in English and life is good. And unfortunately, like from my, how to say, I don't know, from my class, I wanted to say generation, (laughs) from my class.
1: I think one could say your generation in the school because it's still a a difficulty today. Yeah,
0: so I think 80% they went back to their home countries. It's because they had six months of looking for a job and then they couldn't speak Swedish. And it was so sad atmosphere, like they left back home and they, they had a big dream to stay here in Sweden.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I I, I know endless uh, applicants to my to yeah. my office and my company that are really really talented. Yeah, but um, for them to be introduced in, in 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 most of the the companies or organizations, it needs to be. A welcoming group that allows yeah, them to yeah. to speak English, that integrates them and helps them in this development into into Swedish. That it might be difficult, yeah. Uh, but again, this is is seeing the difficulty. Uh, I I tend to look a lot on what these persons can bring to to the teams as well. Mm, of course. And uh, I'm I'm a true believer that I mean, uh, if if you focus on the talent on the skills, uh, I mean the. The language the skills is, is a yeah. small part. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, like, I do a lecture for introduction for when they start the programs. So the first thing I mention is that you need to sign in in a Swedish language course. course. You have to. You if, have
1: to. If, if one wants to yeah. have higher chances, I, yeah, I you think have. it's a very yeah, important yeah. advice. Yeah, actually. because
0: the system is like here in, in, in Swedish later all the municipalities and everything's going to be in Swedish. So this is, take it from me already tomorrow, go sign in the class. And I, I think the I completely language... agree. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, a, it's a, if they achieve that, they have higher chances of I, getting a job.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, recently we, we hired a, an, a landscape architect from Ukraine. And also we were thinking about this, okay... Um, we need to put a lot of resources in order to make her feel home here at EFRI. At the same time, uh, she will learn the language. So how much time are we going to invest on her? From the other side, as you mentioned, it's about like the talent and what she brings, the value she brings. And it's much more higher than like how much time we're going to invest.
1: Yeah, but um, in the end, you need an organization or a group of people that understands that. And, yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, there's still many cases where mm. the the organizations or the companies still look on the okay, yeah. this will cost time, this will cost money.
2: True,
0: true. Uh,
1: and uh, I think uh, we are losing a lot of talent by by doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this this uh, diversity element. It's gonna make us like every almost every offices have like architects from KTH, from Stockholm or from Lund, you know, like if we stop thinking about how to diverse, how to bring mm-hmm. other perspective in order to make the team stronger. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that gets back to, to our team in the Beres Locks. I mean, it's almost like a joke, mm-hmm, a Portuguese, mm-hmm. an Italian, a Swedish and the Iranian goes to a bar <laughs> <laughs> and they deliver, I mean, they deliver yeah. qualities. So. Uh it's um i mean I, I was fortunate to 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 step into a new culture and and the mm. and, uh, and the office in in Tengbum that was quite international mm. that uh, the the language was not a, a a hurdle um of course i understood throughout the these years i've been here that of course is mandatory yeah, uh, yeah. want to learn the the, the language yeah. so that's not the question uh but, I mean, we talk about, in our profession, about uh, inclusivity mm, and, mm. and all of these things. So I think it lacks a bit of this in, in our practice in, in, in Sweden. Mm. Be a bit more inclusive, a yeah. bit more pedagogical. Yeah, um, it, it lacks that part, actually, in, in, in our branch.
0: I think it's because of this um, stress of budget and time. You know, you don't put so many hours on something else rather than on a project to cash in money to the studio. I, th- I from my yeah, own yeah, personal, I I, I agree. I yeah. see every, like, okay, now I'm telling everyone, it's not everyone, but many, many of our colleagues. Uh, when I talk to them and I ask, what is your challenge? What makes you stressed so much? And they say is the, in Swedish, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what is in English, like uh, how the... much money you take in. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, how many hours you work to take in money, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, it's basically again a bit pedagogical too, because I I was not used to this uh, as well. Uh, we have a, a budget of hours that we work in the projects, mm. and one should keep that uh, that budget. Mm, uh, mm. And uh, sometimes, uh, I mean, it's tough to to keep those. Yeah. I mean, you have to deliver within that set of yeah. hours, um, and and uh, I mean, it, it, it's a challenge uh, mm. many times. It's a bigger challenge, eventually, if you have people with who it's more difficult to communicate. Uh, but again, if this person also brings other things, creativity, yeah. organization, uh, creating community mo- and culture, mo- mo- modeling work mm. that is uh, more advanced, I mean, it, again, it depends on the person, Yeah. then you can gain some time. But the starting point that often many think is, okay, yeah. I will need to spend the double of time just to help
0: this person yeah and i understand as like studios we are more like a consultant and we live by the working hours that's how we get paid Mm -hmm. but what i see like this shouldn't affect our health and our way of of developing the profession and just like when we receive an email in english we just say no because we see that oh we're gonna we need to put so many hours on this and so on it's a bit sad but i think it's good for the for the industry or for us as architects or planners to have more mixed like more like disciplines to to upgrade what we have here plus of course our universities and our culture here we have it in sweden but we need always like some insights you know like this little touch no no
1: yeah it's the 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 multidiscipline, not only in the project but also on, on backgrounds yeah that, yeah. that I, I i see as a asset to, to every project
0: yeah so the language was a challenge then the I mean, the, the first challenge was
1: was the language. Mm. Uh, again, in the organization, the office of Tengboom that I started in Kalmar, that was not a, a question. Mm. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the next challenge that I felt was, again, what we were talking uh, a few minutes ago about the, the, the role of the architect. Uh, so it was very difficult to steer the project from mm. a, a, a design principle. I mean, what was steering the project In this specific uh, project, for instance, that I started working was in fact the builder. So, trying Mm. to find solutions that were more cost effective and still that somehow tried to look good. And I mean, there's a point where that's not (laughs) possible anymore. Yeah. So, not working for the final clients. Mm. Uh, uh, I mean, the final, thinking on the final users, no, we were working for. Uh, in a project where the builder had a lot of decisions in their, in their, yeah, they were basically calling the shots.
0: Yeah, yeah. What else you faced as a challenge? Um,
1: so it was, it was, it, it was mainly that. And I mean, I, I was uh, back then. This was seven uh, years ago. I was mm. coming out from my own practice, a small, a small organization. How many? Uh, like? I mean, we were four persons. Okay. Uh, so uh, a lot of prox- prox- uh, proximity be- yeah. b- between the team into uh, a company of 600 persons <laughs> uh, so of course that's that's a completely different yeah. reality mm. and it took time for me to get uh, adjusted to that mm,
0: because you cannot decide on about everything yeah
1: yeah it's uh, I- I- in a, in a small company or a small studio it's very easy to make decisions and mm. then the ce- decision is made and you see it happening Fast, while of course in a bigger organization it's like steering a huge boat yeah things take time and uh, i mean you start to be a bit impatient
0: <laughs> now you open a very interesting door because this question i get a lot uh, should i start work in a small studio or a huge big firm? Mm-hmm. of course there's plus and minus in both but what, I- what do you say
1: uh uh, I mean, it's a very difficult decision, uh, but I would say that one can learn a lot, especially in the beginning if you work in a small studio mm. uh, with really talented uh, architects. I mean if you have the chance to work with some of the best, both internationally or Sweden, of course your learning curve in the in the first years is very is very high mm. and probably you, you will have an experience that maybe later you won't have. Mm. So that I would advise the, the things that that lasts five years, maybe a bit more. Then you will be stuck in a uh, in a moment uh, that you start to think what's next because exactly. I mean, you cannot what you, go up more. Yeah, yeah. What you learn, it's it's done. Yeah, uh, and then of course uh, there's other possibilities. Of course, many might think work on their own or mm. also mm. Uh, bigger companies that offer you the the, the progression. And other type of experiences. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's a very hard uh, decision.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say. Mm-hmm. So what what like what did you do in order to be part of, uh, boom of the culture of the city? So now, like in previous uh, section, we talked about the challenges and so on. But of course, it's not only about the system. It's also a lot to do with you as a mm-hmm. person, like learning, uh, understanding, reading. So what did you do in order to be part of this?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, my my, my background, I, I was, as I said, I was working on my own. I was also teaching on the university. So I was, I was used to really uh, take initiative mm-hmm. and uh, always being quite driven. Uh, so... That side of me started to to have an impact also in uh, in, uh, in in Tangboom. Mm. and um, uh, I started together with, with with my my superiors started to discuss. Okay, how how can we change this? How can we raise the architecture quality? What do we need to do? And and from these initial conversations, it led up to. Uh, uh, a moment where we I was working already uh, with with seven offices within, within the company <laughs> wow. trying to establish methods and strategies mm. to elevate architecture quality um, so that was the the trigger point yeah uh, uh, try to blend in uh, the the know how that I could bring from other countries mm-hmm. uh, and again uh, to to try to achieve this goal of okay. What can we improve? Yeah. Let, 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 let's do this. Let, let's improve. What can we do?
0: So it's like a lot to do That we, with you being creative and bringing the, the new perspective mm-hmm. uh, instead of just like being there and doing the, your job from yes. 8 to 5 and going home.
1: Yes, and of course, uh, there were others with this, uh, with this mindset.
0: For sure. For trying, sure. To,
1: trying to do better, a bit um, stuck in this uh, 9 to 5 job. With 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 lower expectations, so it it was a bit, uh, yeah, uh, uh, fresh air coming in mm. to try to elevate the, the, our work.
0: Yeah, and what is your like um, advice to uh, people from outside Sweden that wants to work here? Because mm. it's very attractive to work here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I know so many. Like, if only from LinkedIn, I get so many messages about. Mm. Uh, I love to apply. I want mm-hmm. to do this. This. So, what is your like? Let's say takeaway to mm-hmm. them.
1: I. I mean. I. I must say. I help a lot. Uh, a lot of candidates that that mm. that come that contact me, and I, I. I. I'm not shy. I Answer everyone. I try yeah. to 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 help as much as possible. Um. I follow up all applications to 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 Boom. Yes. Uh, so I. I have a quite clear scan of what what are the mistakes or what are the the benefits mm. um, important to say as well that i mean the way i hire is not necessarily the way others hire of course this is now we are talking i'm um, talking with you but i mean for me the absolutely most important element is the portfolio mm. um, i mean if um if one has really a, a good developed portfolio visual interesting uh, uh the the most common mistake is excess of information so so mm-hmm. i mean effective uh, on 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 a right dimension let's say probably not more than 20 pages mm. uh that is mandatory mm-hmm. so i still see today people applying without a portfolio uh i mean i don't understand how one will hire uh this without. person then if you have the portfolio, I mean it's there that you have to 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 show your qualities so what are you what are you selling from yourself? Mm. usually I would say it should be uh, that you master different tools so I mean visualizations are important uh, um, the way you present the, the the visual communication of the portfolio mm. is very important, and then of course, in the end, the quality of the project yeah. itself um so if one has this, uh, I think it has much higher chances of of succeeding.
0: Yeah, like this is the portfolio is like the almost the winning card.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I I, I had an experience uh, recently that I think it's interesting to 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 share. Um, an uh, applicant to my office in LinkedIn, he had a portfolio that was. Very strange. And in (laughs) in the middle had a fantastic project. Okay. I mean, I I had some time. It was uh, quite afternoon. So I Googled his name and that project. Yeah. And it looked like he was the author of that project. So... The the let's say the bad part of the portfolio mm. was projects he was doing for someone else, okay. and the the excellent project was his own project. Mm. So I mean I had to contact him and and I wrote him, <laughs> listen, uh, unfortunately I don't have an open position, but, but but if you want we can meet, and I, I yeah. I'm gladly to help you to I mean to give the feedback, yeah. and I was a bit insecure how, how honest <laughs> I could be with him, uh, but then he presented the full portfolio, yeah. and I told him, listen, you are doing this completely wrong. Ah. You have this project that is amazing, yeah, high class, yeah, and you are showing th- things that you shouldn't show. I mm. mean, it doesn't matter. You did this, it was a part of your career, Good. but you are on a different level. Mm. And guess what? After that... This specific project was published on ArchDaily, Design wow. Boom. Wow! Uh, I mean, I told him you should send this to some uh, <laughs> this awards because wow. this is really good. Yeah, yeah. And it's something falling mm, from mm, nothing, mm. not really put in the in the right way.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think the storytelling is the the it's very important. It's, I think especially for us planner or architects, like working with with telling a story by mostly images. Yes. I mean, text is fine. Yes, this is what we do also. But I think we trained or the profession has so much to do that we can tell a story by, by images. Visual. Yeah. Visual. Yeah.
1: Of course, on the, sec- level, the second level, the portfolio is interesting. I always go and, and, and check the CV, the application letter. That's, yeah. that's important. Mm. But on, on the second level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what catches, again, my, my, my attention really is the, the portfolio. Yeah.
0: I th- I think I think I do the same personally, mm-hmm. uh, y- because you you get uh, you get. Um, let's now talk about because I get to LinkedIn and then I say, can you please email me to this so I have everything in front of me. The first thing I click is on the portfolio PDF attached PDF without start reading, so I just get the I images. Do, I did the same. I do yeah. The same. So,
1: so so you one doesn't get influenced e- by exactly. the CV, the background. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: independent... Uh... Exactly. So you see, like, you see the the vibes and the images and then you see how how much structure is this person as well because it tells a lot from the portfolio like how you place the text, how much text, what kind mm-hmm. of text uh, and all of this, the layout, it tells a lot of, of the person. And then I go to the CV and the yeah. motivation letter. So, like, all three are important but I think a portfolio because this is what you sell. Yeah. And yeah. I love when the people put, like, extra like they do i don't know photography or they drawing it's interesting
1: it's a a icebreaker in in the end that shows the other side of the
0: person yeah and then you see okay cool because sometimes maybe you're looking for for an architect with these skills Uh, i remember like one who can do really good photography Mm -hmm. because we needed one for a project there was a portfolio like half of it is the, the, the projects and then the rest is like i did this um photography competition and be like, okay, this is it. So I think it's, it's important to show you as a person also, not only the profession, uh, it's a, then you can tell the story of you. Like, who is this person I'm talking to? Doing I podcast agree. or playing the, football.
1: The personal side is, mm. is, is, is important. The, the soft skills, the, yeah. the social part.
0: Yeah. So portfolio. Absolutely, uh, more, number one. Yeah, yeah. more uh, advice. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I would I would
1: try not to to make it too complex. Put your focus in 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 the portfolio. Mm. I mean, the CV is 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 easy. I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing to it. Uh, the 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 the, the application letter that many many ask should be personal. Mm. Uh, so it should show that you know the office that you know the works Mm. that there's something that motivates you okay um so that's that's a a small uh tip uh, extra tip i i I would say
0: yeah is that like do the homework read about the office Mm -hmm. the studio and then write a a, a personal letter like literally a personal letter not like the copy paste one absolutely Mm -hmm. and what else
1: um I think that that's it. That's that's the the. Uh, let's not make it too complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, focus on 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 the DNA, mm. uh, which, which is these things that we are that we are talking about. Yeah. Did you have something in mind?
0: Yeah, I have something in mind, and it's a like, or it's a, maybe it's a question. Like when you get the no, uh, what does this mean, and how should you continue? Should should you give up on your dream, or keep? Mm-hmm um
1: i i i I learned from some candidates that to be to i mean to to follow up the the application i mean you get a no, but if you ask okay uh, is it okay if in uh four months i I come back to you mm-hmm. and I always say yes, please do and i mean you you, you, you you never know yeah of course there's a risk that sometimes people are being nice uh but i mean what do you have to
0: lose exactly uh mm. so
1: i have i have many applicants that come back uh, and ask, w- uh, and ask. Mm. uh some that i i'm uh, probably a bit more involved because i helped them yeah. in, in in some way and and again there's really talented people there i wish mm. i could hire five more <laughs> and uh, uh unfortunately most of them are are foreigners which mm. is mm. a bit sad mm. uh some of them in really tough situations yeah uh but uh, uh to be persistent uh, is 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 important not of course to be to be a stalker uh, <laughs> what do what do, uh, what do you mean uh, i mean yeah you know that when when you do that when you go back you never know exactly if you are insisting too much ah. uh, so to what point should you insist or or not mm. um uh, it, it, it's probably uh, um, something that we discuss a lot when we are trying to do sales activities. I mean, yeah. we as architects also, in our positions, we are selling also our of service. Course. When do we know we need? There, there's a point that we need to know where to stop. Yeah, like the and, f- and, feeling. And, and I mean, one one question that one can do is: Okay, I, I I I start to feel that I have been insisting too much. So I think it's. Uh, what do you say? Uh, I yeah. mean, it's not going to happen. Uh, mm. Better to to try to find some other solutions. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I understand you because then, like, uh, asking a lot or it's gonna have a backfire.
1: Yeah, it 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 needs to be in the in the right dose.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you should have to say it's very difficult. I have been in this situation, like, to sense the other person by the email, like, mm-hmm. and see where is the boundaries. Like where, when should I contact this mm-hmm. person or where should I like come yeah, down? But um, the, the,
1: usually the main difficulty is that you send, you apply and you have no no feedback. Yeah, it's, nothing uh, back. The, no. I mean, that's the toughest. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the, um, the only advice that I would uh, do that is that if you, you scan the organization, mm. if it's a small office, okay, who are the partners? Yeah. Can I find a direct email? um if it's a, a a bigger company there's different regions so one thing is exactly. to, to apply let's say to your company or my company to mm-hmm. north of sweden another thing is the south of sweden who is the yeah. the, the regional uh, bosses yeah try directly to the studios try mm. directly to to the region bosses uh try to the whole company True. there's different ways in to enter uh, to enter yeah um, so that's that's something that I have seen some candidates doing that mm. that uh, has been like proved, tar- targeting uh, su- successful yeah they, they they don't enter this door, but then they are contacting another door, yeah. sometimes it works
0: yeah, exactly, and I think doing the homework is very important, yeah uh, I have been in a situation where I was just copy pasting stuff, and I didn't get anything, and I was angry and sad.
1: Yeah, the copy-pasting is difficult to go around because mm. if you apply to twenty companies, uh, uh, it's very time-demanding to yeah. person. Per, I mean, to personalize each its application. Yeah. So that I understand, uh, but the portfolio is not exactly Ex- that. Exactly. Mm.
0: What do you think about LinkedIn? Does it help?
1: Uh, so we were talking that. The, Architects are quite image-oriented. Visual, huh? Yeah, so LinkedIn is not super strong on, on that side. Mm. It, it's still a strong uh, work uh, platform. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't exclude... Uh, but i uh, i mean i never hired anyone through linkedin mm. but i know that all uh, human resources work hr uh. or hr works a lot with linkedin yeah. so the, the 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 companies that have human resources mm. uh, or the, the the hiring companies that yeah. are specialized in in, in uh, not only architecture but others mm. it's a strong channel for them to to find people yeah so I would say it's mandatory to, to be on LinkedIn to mm. try to be somehow active. Also, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, some sometimes, uh, candidates are coming out from the university. They don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, why not share interesting uh, stuff? Mm? Urbanistica pod. <laughs> uh, for I, instance, I I tell
0: I tell the thank you. I tell this to all the students. I tell them document your journey. Post something. Post something from like, this course. Everything has a value. Don't underestimate yourself and say, what can I bring for values to all these professionals? But like, uh, maybe something in the lecture you find is super interesting. You can make a picture and, and put it on. And like, it's all about documenting your journey, what project you work with, summer school. Uh, I don't know, because all what of this... moves you. Yeah, exactly. Like, because I guess for you now, how many experience you have now, Joe. In... Uh,
1: how many years you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say 20 now.
0: Twenty now. So let's say if I'm a student and posting a, a, a slides from the PDF from an architect talking about ecology and architecture, is this interesting for you?
1: It, it might. It might be interesting. Mm. It, it, again, it it might be a icebreaker. Yeah. Um. I know some cases that have been successful through mm. LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, again, the. Probably the ones uh, applying that have more difficulties today because of the economic situation yeah. and, and yeah. other things is the the the, the young architects mm. coming out from the universities. Mm. Uh, some of them ha- have been using in a good way uh, LinkedIn to yeah. to to show themselves uh, somehow. Exactly, and that means showing the portfolio mm. uh, through LinkedIn. I mean, there there's smart ways to doing it. It's, it's so not, many. It's not lo- only putting <laughs> that... Um, no. I mean, small videos. Uh, again, try to be creative, creative yeah, somehow. Yeah. Uh, there's many applicants that also share their Instagram account, which mm-hmm. I find uh, nice. Yeah. So to, to see this other side of the person might be I think it might it's very interesting. important. So if you see a candidate that's okay, they have their personal life, but they also... Look, architecture, exactly. are interested in the profession, mm. uh, follow mm. stuff. I mean, it, it, it shows a part of the person that's, again, this uh, the soft skills exactly. that it's driven, interested, yeah. and not looking for a nine-to-five job.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like more caring about the mission of architecture. And before we move on to the next um, chapter, when should we or let's say me applying for a job in sweden when should i give up
1: when the money runs, down, <laughs> runs out runs <laughs> i mean it, it it's tough um, um it, it it's tough i mean all of us for sure we have been yeah. some, somewhere along our lives in in tough situations yeah. and it's the, we all have dreams uh, hmm. I I I tend to believe that if you really have a dream of being an architect, if you have the the skills, uh, I mean it 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 will pay back. Hmm. It, it will it's karma. It it yeah. will uh, something good happen. But we also know that it's not always like this. Hmm. So uh, a strategy that I had when I when I started, for instance, uh, is that me to, to be able to have my own practice, to have my own projects back in Portugal, was to have side jobs that allowed me to to have the earning okay. that I needed to invest in my practice. Mm. So, uh, I mean, I would start with that. Is it really being hard to, to get, uh, get into the practice? Uh, uh, have a plan B. A, a plan mm. B might be that, uh, hey, not great, but to work in a bar to, to earn some money, that yeah. will buy you some time. True. I I I I remember one specific uh, architect that I hired that I told him in the interview listen you are perfect I don't understand how come you haven't been hired in the last year what what did it happen uh I was not believing uh, yeah. I mean uh, it, it, it's a, a Swedish arc that works with us uh, Jonathan Svensson yeah. and it was really a fine moment I was also provoking him slightly to see how <laughs> he would react and he was quite honest he said okay it was tough when we were going out from the university yeah. all my friends probably worked harder to find a job mm. I, find, I found a side job I yeah. was comfortable I was happy with I worked there for one year but okay now it's time for me to move on Yeah. Um. so yeah in, in his case it worked I, I, I'm sure it could work in, uh, in in other cases. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, th- I think there is no a specific recipe, but there are so many different ways. And I think the most important is that being creative is 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 the answer to everything. Especially, I think, especially us trained to be creative. This is what we sell. So if you're not creative, finding a job then it's gonna be super hard. I think you have to you have to put time on this, like to think really creatively how. Can I make this happen? And I think uh, you should never give up on dream. Like, if not Sweden, maybe Norway, then Sweden. I, I know so many people, like, they want to be in Stockholm, and they couldn't. But they went to other small city and by time, and after yeah. years. So it depends also how much good, you believe good. in this. Uh,
1: it's good that you mentioned that, because that's also a tip that I give to many applicants. Okay, don't focus in the big cities. Because in the big cities, there's a lot of applicants. Yeah. The smaller cities, no. or even the, the north of Sweden, there there's a big demand for resources in, the in, north, in those yes, places. Yes, yes. I mean, I work a lot in in, in, in cities outside of Gothenburg, mm. Stockholm, Malmo, and it's very hard to to recruit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, the chances are higher in in, mm. in in those places.
0: Yeah. Interesting. And uh, I heard that you're starting also the um, co-organizing of the summer school.
1: Uh, Porto academy in Sweden Ac-
0: Academy Porto Academy, but now it's in Sweden,
1: yes, so Porto Academy is a architecture summer school that has been going on for the last uh, ten years and Wow it started in in Porto every summer uh, with uh, this unbelievable group of of guests coming to to do the workshops mm. with the international group of of students or or or, or architects um some years ago uh we started to discuss okay what about the idea of doing this outside outside portal and <laughs> we started to discuss to do it in in in, in Sweden. Yeah. i mean we we have everything set to start uh, but it was exactly when covid started no no uh, so it, it, it this was 2020 20, uh, yeah um I mean, we had to delay. Uh, mm. At the same time, fortunately, Porto Academy started to internationalize their project for ah. really in other locations. Okay. So, after that, they did the Porto Academy in Mexico. Uh, the, the core was the houses of Luis Bajagan, mm. uh, Mexican architects, uh, absolutely incredible. So, the students were working in the Luis Bajagan houses and together with the workshop leaders. Coming up yeah. with
0: ideas. So what what's the aim of of the workshop or in the it's end of the summer school?
1: It, it's basically for you to develop your creativity, uh-huh. to be involved directly involved in small teams with 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 prestigious architects mm-hmm. that could share their work. On, uh, I mean, they would help you. On, uh, you would be yeah. in a workshop with them directly. Every day you have uh, lectures with with uh, with uh, with these workshop leaders there's always um uh special guests that come mm. from outside that are not involved in the yeah. workshops but they're usually famous architects that come in to to present their their work mm. so it's a mix of workshops and uh, and lectures yeah and uh, we are planning to do it in 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 sweden this year uh, tell me more uh, we um, the the main core of 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 or the ambition of the Porto Academy in Sweden is not only to develop these projects uh, in the in the in the summer, but also that after some part of the projects are executed. Okay. So uh, we intend to work with the prefabrication, and there's a, a huge know-how uh, around prefabrication in Sweden. Especially uh, wooden, mm. uh, wooden modular prefabrication. Yeah. So, uh, the students or architects. It's not only for students, but uh, oh, it's open. Yeah, it's open for everyone. Okay. Of course. Let's say seventy percent is usually students. Mm. Uh, they will work with with some companies based in uh, mostly small land. Yeah. That are specializing in prefabrication modular wooden units. Uh, together with the workshop leaders and develop, and then hopefully some of the projects will be executed.
0: Uh, cool, and they 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 stay in the same area and yes. For how many uh, how many
1: days? Uh, it's roughly uh, eight to ten days. We are now okay. finalizing the 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 program. Yeah, uh, it starts in in Stockholm. Two days in Stockholm first, uh, and then the rest of the days in Växjö nice uh, in the south of sweden okay. because it's closer to the to the prefabrication factories yeah. uh, also because one of the supporters and the, and co-organizers of of uh, of the event is smart housing Smallland. okay uh, cool. a really interesting uh, mm. uh, organization that mm. promotes uh, innovation creativity together with architecture
0: that's nice so uh, you send me the link as well yes so yes. W- when is it in dates
1: uh it's before again we are closing down the the, the dates. it's it's before the midsummer so i think around the 10th mm-hmm. of of june uh, it is starting 10th to the 20th something like that
0: okay and how many places uh the sorry uh, like uh people can attend uh,
1: so you have an idea in porto there's usually 140 <laughs> students. <laughs> what from 80 different nationalities? It's what? unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's like the UN of architecture. Um, That's huge. <laughs> yes. Uh, the The last international event it was last year in in Versailles in the palace. Yeah. And it was smaller groups, of course. Yes. Uh, even though the palace is quite That's big. <laughs> uh, and there, I think it was around 60, uh, a group of 60 persons. Still so, many. So. I, 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 there. I mean, there's of course there's a limit, but uh, yeah. I mean, one applying uh, um, the 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 group can grow and grow because yeah. as soon as as uh, classes are filled, a new workshop leader comes to to create Take a them. new a mm. new a new class. So it's quite uh, it's quite flexible. Mm. I mean, as uh, I'm sure when this pod comes out, there's already information on on, on the yeah. website where people can see. Who who are the the architects leading the the workshops nice. and some of the names are really interesting.
0: But do you need like kind of like what do you require like also portfolio? Yeah.
1: No, no, there's no requirement. I mean, there, there's a, there's a fee to start in. How much? The, the fee. Uh, we still if it's in porto it's roughly 300 euros okay the, for the 10 days yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh in in porto it in, in, it includes lunch okay uh, so i would say the fee for the um, for the course is very low it's very mm. cheap mm. what might be more expensive is of course um, if you are traveling and the for travel sure. costs and sure. staying in in, in vex yeah uh, that i would say it's it's the bigger cost yeah yeah
0: but anyway, send me the link, and I think this is super interesting. Mm-hmm. But how are you doing this? Is this like a side hustle or business for you, or is this part of your tank Boom job?
1: No, I mean it's not even a business. It's it, not? It, no, 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 <laughs> uh, not not from my side. Of course, okay, Porto, yeah, Acad- yeah. Porto Academy is 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 a uh, is is a company, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's uh, these architects from Porto, uh, Rodrigo and Amelia, and we are friends. And yeah. I'm again. I'm as I said in the beginning. I'm quite passionate about yes, my profession. Yeah. Uh, I teach as well, so it comes naturally uh, to, 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 to allow these things to happen. Yeah. So even them are, uh, asked me, I mean, what do you want to do in the, in the, in the, in the summer school? And I said, don't worry, we will f- <laughs> figure it out in the end. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad just to, to yeah. help to make this happen.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's going to be super cool. And like, how did you develop this passion to the profession?
1: Uh, it, it it's hard to say because it really comes not from birth but but almost. <laughs> if 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 one goes to my fourth grade book, yeah, uh, and uh, we had one from the full class, and I had like a, a small text from my teacher and the teacher saying that the thing that he likes more is to draw. <laughs> um, so it really comes from uh, from the, the 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 beginning that I would like to draw a lot. Of course, back then I didn't know exactly what was the architect's yes. uh, role. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, then, when I when I went to university, I, I found mas- myself. I mean, this the right is, place. This is what I what I want to do.
0: But still, like you, you are okay. You're part of university. Start to take uh, courses and so on. But still, like you need to do something in order to maintain and develop this passion. Yes, yeah, so, if so, you understand what I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah,
1: and that was my my path uh, before going to Sweden. Mainly, mm. I really wanted to um, <clears throat> to develop architecture, mm. to do my own projects. It was tough to find the economy. Yeah, so how could I put that in motion? Uh, was basically working three, four times more than mm. I used to. So teaching at the same time uh investing in other things that allowed me to keep my work as yeah. as, as as an architect it was tough times i mean it, i was working a lot but the the payback came later when i started to see some of my first projects being being done and um feeling happy and uh, yeah i mean the uh, stolt how, like, how is that in proud, proud of, yeah. of yourself
0: yes i think it's because you believe in 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 your passion and mission like sometimes people maybe give up it's it's it takes hard work maybe for some in order to get to a level that they are happy about it like you say you you work you had three jobs right and it's, it's 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 not easy
1: yeah especially when you are in, in, let's say in the the lowest moments when w- where things are not happening and the, the downside of our profession is that it it requires a lot of time yeah I mean you as a urban planner you, you, even most yeah like <laughs> you start today okay come back 10 years later maybe um, so architecture has that problem mm. the the average from where you start to the final yeah uh, can go from four years to five mm-hmm. years, seven. That's more or less the average.
0: But what made what made you be more passionate? Like, is it by reading? Is it by practicing? Um, like, I, I'm trying to figure out what made you become so much passionate about the profession.
1: Um, probably one of the 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 milestones in, in that in that journey was in the end of the first year of university. That together with my best friends. We did a tour around Europe by car. We started in Portland and we went by car to Czech Republic, going yeah. to the north, coming a bit <laughs> to the south. And in all places, we were looking, uh, we were seeing architecture. Hmm. So everything that I was studying the year before, uh, a lot of those things I could see it for the first time live. Wow. So, for instance this experience uh, and this really happened that year of listening to Frank Gary in my in my school mm. presenting uh, Guggenheim of Bilbao before the Guggenheim was uh, uh, finished mm. so the lecture was was amazing and then the summer after i could go for the first time uh, to Bilbao to see the Guggenheim and this was before the Guggenheim <laughs> effect yeah 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 so This feeling, this this thing of seeing live architecture Mm. and uh, understanding how can really create emotions on you, yeah, it it, it really was the foundation for me to to continue. I mean, I Mm. want to do Mm. stuff like this. I I still I still want I still need that that uh, energy or inspiration need to 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 do something Mm. that I can be proud of that the people that will use uh, feel comfortable.
0: I I believe also that. doing side activities not only reading the university books and listening to the lectures helps a lot to show you like the importance of the profession like uh, site visit summer schools uh, reading newspaper engaging in like different association this tells you a lot about how much important is what you are doing now and going to do and it helps like to to be more passionate about what you do and believe in, in it.
1: Uh, from my side, uh, lectures and site visits were an important, uh, yeah. important role. Mm. Uh, what I take from the lectures, uh, uh, and for instance, here in Stockholm, you have a lot of fantastic lectures. Even if you are not in big cities, I mean, you have everything online. Yeah. Uh, so you, you see the other side of, of the architects, which is the way they think. Uh, and sometimes it's not that easy to see that in a project. See, you see images online, or yeah. uh, but the, 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 the thoughts behind it, why they landed on, mm. on, on, on that idea, that is really astonishing. And, uh, and I, I've discovered many architects that I really admire, that only by understanding them, I could start understanding and liking the architecture.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, also, that's why I'm um, having this podcast is also to explore what you think about and why you're doing like this and because of what? Like, what is the story behind of all of these visualizations and nominations? Yeah, and the so
1: visualizations, on. I would say, it's usually the the poorest part. <laughs> it's, of course, what people yeah. want. What do you say, the, like
0: the ice? Have you seen this image of like no. uh, the um, the mountain of ice? And then below the water, there's like a very big, Part of the rest of the mountain that we don't see.
1: Of course, one has to transform their ideas into uh, into visuals. Yeah, yeah. But the thoughts behind it are often more more interesting.
0: Yeah. Draw. What What do you want people to say about you or to read about you? Let's say hundred years hundred years from now.
1: Yeah, that's probably the toughest question you you (laughs) made today. Uh, I mean, I I hope. some of the projects that i've accomplished are perceived as uh, good examples mm. that people feel comfortable with and that they are still there in 100 years mm. uh, so that's i would i would aim for
0: Yeah, yeah do you have in mind to write a book or do a movie or something uh, you're not teaching anymore no right? no
1: i'm not i'm not teaching i gave up that that when i moved to sweden, <clears throat> sweden. Yeah. Uh, i uh, i'm not super good in writing uh, okay. so i mean you have to know when when <laughs> you sell the paint or when you are a painter <laughs> uh, so i would exclude that uh, i i i would focus in finding the right clients mm-hmm. finding the right team yeah. uh, creating the the best possible Projects with with conditions that I have. Yeah, uh, that's my my focus uh, today.
0: Mm-hmm. What makes you stay in Sweden? We we talked a lot now, challenges and so on. I love to explore with you the, the the good side of of being here and working as an architect. So, what makes you stay here?
1: It's the the sustainability of the of the profession. I mean the the work life the balance. Mm. There's there is. It, it was something new. I was not used to that. Mm. Um, I was not envisioning a future to to my profession to my practice in in in, in Portugal. It, it would require that I would continue working working and working. Uh, uh, the payback, I mean, was 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 good to some extent, but but hard. So turning turning upside down the table. What do you have in Sweden? You you have uh, a profession that is still quite uh, valued. Uh, okay, maybe the role of the architect is different, as as we've discussed. But in the longer run, uh, I think the, the payback is 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 better. At the same time, I can of course uh, have better conditions for for my family. I am I have two young kids. Uh, they are. Quite enthusiastic they they they, they visit architecture uh, with us. So I nice. mean when I say us I say that the four of us my 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 sambo uh, which is my favorite uh, Swedish word sambo <laughs> uh, for the international listeners is my partner. Yeah. Um, uh, we we visit architecture a lot all mm. together. Uh, mm. She's an artist, I'm an architect. We both uh, uh, visit a lot of yeah. museums with the kids the kids love it and they mm. are always asking for it so they have been everywhere in all museums nice, architecture buildings nice. houses yeah strange buildings mm. everything um so it's easier to 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 accomplish these things being being here i yeah. would hate to be one of those traditional architects that's focus only in 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 work mm. and kind of that's private side is is a mess uh, or is not existent Mm -hmm. Uh, so this this relation work life yeah uh, i mean scandinavian countries is is the place to make it happen
0: so the swedish system offers you not only as an architect to develop and like work in a sustainable way but also like for a private life like kids uh, transportation and on all of the, the other part that we don't maybe see when we talk
1: yeah, and it's not us saying, but uh, I guess the UN saying that the, the best place on earth to have kids is, is Sweden. Mm, mm. And it, one really feels that when, when one is here.
0: Yeah, and tell me more about like, the working conditions, like as an
1: architect. Um, the, the, starting from, from the, the very beginning, it, 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 it starts from the fact that all architects have a, a pay they have a salary, yeah. which unfortunately is not the case mm. in, 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 in some countries. Yeah. Um, that is of course a game changer. Um, the, 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 the level of payment is also quite comfortable for you to start a living. Uh, then you have, of course, a bigger margin of progression because you you as as I was giving the example of the berry locks. I mean. Someone older or someone mm. starting, they still have room uh, yeah. to to be to combine. And I, I still remember today the the first time that I came to Tankboom in mm. in our kalmar office, and I was really scanning the group, and I was seeing okay, guys with twenty something, and guys with sixty something yeah. guys, and w- also the the gender equality is, yeah. is something very strong in mm. Sweden, which it is a leading example regarding mm. gender equality in our profession. And we have to agree that's, that that's not the, the norm, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So with all the challenges, it's still an attractive workplace to be an architect in Sweden.
1: Yes. Both the practice and the and society. Yeah. Without doubts, I would say. Mm-hmm. Of course, it might depend on your personal goals. For sure. There's places where you can have better pace. Mm-hmm. There's places where you can have more exciting architecture. Uh, But, again, balancing private life and work life, uh, there's not many other options out there. Uh, If you exclude Scandinavian countries, even even less.
0: Yeah. So what do you love most uh, by being an architect here in Sweden?
1: Um, I I currently love the position that I'm at. Uh, So leading a a team... uh, trying to, to to promote the, the, the skills they have, mm-hmm. trying to give them the opportunities that were given to me. Um, that is really what, what drives me today. Mm. Uh, not only, okay, make good projects, deliver excellence in terms of architecture, but also provide opportunities to the ones around me.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So how many years now? Seven years? 7 years. Yeah. Uh,
1: January 26 was the, the when we moved. So,
0: oh wow. <laughs> How many years will you stay more?
1: I don't know. I have that question a lot. Okay. Um I uh, all all our community of friends back home there are many architects. They still there? Uh, the, the first moved hmm? and many came back and uh, ah. uh, and the uh, they all say i mean there's a moment of course that you yeah. don't expect that you think time to go yeah, back yeah. usually it's kids so i i, I think mean, it kids a lot yeah, uh, to do with uh, this in my case it was the opposite i i went out later i mm. had kids so I, I i'm not seeing coming back in the next yeah
0: 7 8 years honestly mm, mm, mm. interesting and uh, now i have two questions the first one is like you, you name one thing you did that you're super proud of, and then name something you did that you regret doing that. So we start with the good and the
1: proud. Um, I have to say, it's um, the, the, the project I dedicated more time of my life was by far the, my proudest moment in, in my career. Mm and um it was a hotel that I designed in the north of of Portugal that was nominated for the, the the National wood Award in Portugal. It was also nominated to some international awards. Wow, it was published on Arc daily Design Design Boom in books from twelve different countries Wow and I got invited to present the project in different <laughs> countries as well so by far that was the 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 highest Highlight, point. Yeah. That I thought. I mean, being there, I thought, okay, there's only <laughs> going up, but things are not exactly
0: yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly, and that's why you need to be flexible in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something you didn't you regret?
1: Um, I, I I look a lot to the future, so <laughs> you don't look back. Uh, I mean, I what it, it's hard to say what I. Sometimes, if I'm honest, uh, if I only think on, on, on my profession, do yeah. I regret coming to Sweden? Even though I say it's the best place to have this balance between work and mm-hmm. life, now if I only look on work, I, I knew that I could deliver higher results in Portugal. Yes. Because again, this role of the architect, the capacity, the, the fact that you are mm. uh, taking the shots that, that makes a huge impact in the project, it's much more tougher. Here in Sweden yeah so I I still hope um I can I can be on that level that I w- that I was used mm. to yeah in a way this these buried locks uh, is that level that we are talking about so the the I mean the the next step is to be on that level in a more consistent form that is not an isolated case exactly that Like more in like we, other projects as yeah, well that w- mm. we can deliver that yeah. level of excellence in in more and more projects
0: mm. then it's a great challenge for you leading this yeah
1: yeah, it, it, it's not only dependent on me. It's dependent like with the team, of course. on everyone that works mm. and, again, yeah. clients. Yeah, yeah. So, Unfortunately, maybe this pod is a <laughs> lot for <our> urban <laughs> planners, architects, students, and not so much for clients. No, but, but
0: clients listening to this to understand yes. us as well.
1: <laughs> Let's hope one of them calls me. <laughs> Let's see.
0: <laughs> the good client, you know. <laughs> so we talked about showing the other side of an architect. That if you're doing something a side hustle or a hobby or so what do you do what are your hobbies what do you do like we you told me about the summer school that's amazing Uh what else joao does
1: yeah um a lot of traveling uh, trying mm. to to mix always this traveling with some architecture a lot of family time mm. um activities with 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 kids um um I mean, more, let's say, mundane hobbies, uh, uh, gym. I like to go to the gym. Cool. It helps cool. me a lot to, to relax. Yeah. Uh, that's it.
0: How do you find the work-life balance? You're so much passionate about uh, architecture. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I'm talking about really painting the picture as being perfect. And of course, it's still... No, the image
0: I get is not like you're perfect or, or God or something. It's just yes. that you, you're a person... With love to architecture, that you want to to make it good.
1: Yeah, and uh, part of 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 the the challenge is how to combine this with the time that you have, yeah. and again to balance with 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 the uh, with with your family. And I and I work in an office in a city that is called Linköping, which is three hundred kilometers away from from the city that that I live. Mm. Uh, we also travel a lot to another city uh, that we like a lot, which is Malmo. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in this kind of triangle, <laughs> not the Bermuda Triangle, yeah, but yeah. almost between Kalmar, uh, Linköping and Malmo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this, uh, sometimes it, it's difficult to find time for, for everything. And mm-hmm. we we are kind of people and family that is always wanting to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's good. I mean, mm-hmm. we are out there seeing, having experiences.
0: Yeah. How old are your kids? Are they small?
1: Uh, Sophia, she's twelve, and uh, Rita, she's ten.
0: Okay, cool. Shout out to Sophia and Rita. They will listen to this, yes, right? Yes,
1: I hope they they do.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now we are in the in the end of this episode, and uh, I have three questions for you, and it's more about like takeaway messages. So the first one is about you. Give a message to yourself. So you have a mirror now in the front of you.
1: No, keep keep on going. Uh, I guess I guess I have been doing something right. Uh, sometimes I'm very intuitive, uh, making decisions without mm-hmm. thinking much. But that has been proved right. Yeah. So keep on doing what what you have been doing.
0: Yes. And three takeaway messages to our listeners.
1: Um, i really believe if one invests in architecture it pays back so i'm thinking more on organizations and people and clients that they if they if they really pick the the good ones they believe Mm. they if they give the conditions it will pay back it can be a small house it can be a school of a municipality it doesn't matter but yeah that's a personal touch in in every project and Mm. finding the good ones is 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 fundamental yeah um, another, another point that, uh, um, I was coming here, I I, 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 was thinking what might be relevant for urban planners mm. and something that I, I, that I find interesting and maybe you could, you could help me a bit. It's, um, every time that, or it, it happens a lot in Sweden when one works with a, with the, with the urban plan, that the plan is really, really specified to an extent yeah. where architects don't have much margin. True. And I, and I, I understand the, the reasons behind that, mm. uh, but um, urban planners and architects have to find smarter ways to raise the quality. Yeah, It's not by regulation that uh, we will be able to raise the quality because... The ones that want to lower the quality they will always find excuses exactly
0: uh, and being being a bit more flexible
1: yeah the, the the most particular aspect that one sees that is very odd in 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 the recent urban planning mm. in sweden is what i call the the valastaden effect mm. so the, nece- the nece- necessity for variation yeah that uh, you should change the facade every 20 meters uh things mm. like that uh so there's some kind of stigma Against simplicity, monotony. Mm. Um, so that's uh, I, I. I try. I would like some of the listeners mm. that that work with that to, to take with them. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, uh, throughout the episode, we, we, we talked about the s- sustainability of the profession. Mm. Um, so I, I would like everyone that is in that position to, to think what they can do to enhance the sustainability of the profession. Mm. And it comes together to, on creating a more multi-diverse environment to, to hire more mm. people from other backgrounds to, to give a chance. Um, again, Sweden is in the forefront of uh, gender equality in the profession, but we still are today quite white male-oriented mm. branch. Yeah. So there's a huge spectrum of our society that has been having difficulties mm. to get mm. into the profession and they could have a positive impact as well.
0: Yeah. Very interesting and, and important, especially the one... Uh Or all three of them. But the one for me is going to be about the planning. That's uh, a bit more flexible and don't lock down everything and kill the area or the the building. So the last question here is going to be you asking it to me and to our listeners. So what is your question to us?
1: Um, I already had a question before we started. So I would love to have an episode with you, not with the interviewer but the one to be interviewed. Okay. I'm sure there's many people out there curious to know mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. about you. And, and I mean, you are a role model in, in many ways. It's impressive to see a young guy like you coming out from the university five years ago doing this that you are doing, one of the biggest podcasts of Scandinavia. Uh, so you should be proud of that. Uh, Thank you. So uh, think of you also as someone that's the I, I'm sure the public, the audience, is interested in knowing more that's my challenge to you for this new year
0: i accept the challenge of course but thank you so much also for believing in me and believing in the profession Uh, i really enjoyed we talked uh, almost two hours and i love to say keep up the good work and hopefully we talk more and uh, explore more interesting topics so thank you so much for coming
1: thank you